we're in for a fun daf. Uh, we start a new parak, and there's going to be a lot of agadah in this parak until it turns back to halacha. So let's get begin. Let's let's start. We uh, the daf is Samachet, sixty-eight, and we pick up in the middle of Samach Zayin Amudbet. Misha Chazo Kordaikis. Somebody who is seized with cordicus, which is uh, obviously refers to some type of a illness that makes him not, uh, you know, uh, he's possessed, yes, but anyway, so he's not in his right mind. Now, the Gemara is going to translate it as some type of a shade, some type of a demon, but I did not have a chance to look at, uh, you know, Stein's altar or whatever. I'm sure he, he, uh, it, it probably is referring to just some type of an illness. Um, but anyway, that he's not in his right mind. And he says, write again for my wife. So until now, we've been talking about you know about with the agencies of Kisfu Kisfu Tunu you know if you're not sure who the guy is who said Kisfu or I mean you, I'm sorry you, you, you know you haven't seen the guy who said Kisfu all those things here he said Kisfu but we cannot take it as an agency because he is not in his right mind well yes that's a good question how do you know now let's say he first says it and then he seized with his Kordaikis and then he says, don't write it. The, the retraction is nothing. Now, that's a much bigger chiddish. Because you could say that when he says it, it's a suffix. So you're not going to go ahead and take this as a, as, as a legitimate appointment of shlichus and divorce his wife if he says it and if he, he might not be in his right mind. But in the second case, you're going to divorce his wife based on what he said beforehand, and she's going to be vada nigoreshes, and you're going to completely ignore his retraction. Right? So that's a very big chiddish that it is like definitely considered to be there's no doubt about it it is considered to be completely valueless what he says when he has Kordaikis now what now right that's a type of Nishate Nishate but again the question is you might say if somebody you know it says words that make sense he said right again now he's saying not at least it should make some suffix Nishate well drunk is an important question there's different degrees of drunk now let's say he something happened and then he was no longer able to speak. He was silenced. I mean, whatever, some type of physical ailment or whatever. Um, um, and or her vocal cords were cut. And then, so they said to him, should we write again to your wife, for your wife? If you hear Kim Barosho, and he nodded, you test him three times. If he's able to sort of shake his head no on things that the answer is no, and shake his head yet on things that the answers are yes, then you can give a get, because then you know that, A, first of all, you can interpret his signals correctly, because clearly he's indicating yes when he means yes and no when he means no and do you see that the fact that he's not able to speak is not an indication of some greater mental ailment okay so now the Gemara says the following phrase so the basic point being you, on the one hand like it's a good nice paired Mishnah you don't need verbal um, appointment and verbal designation of Kisu Ishti. it could be even if I, I can't talk what you need though is Das so somebody could say it and not have Das or not say it and have Das okay so those are like mirror that images means, of one another well, Cheresh, the problem is, is that it's, uh, it's somebody who's deaf and, and, and mute. This is just Elaine. This is just somebody who's mute. Right. So, so somebody who's mute... They, they could write their... Right, right exactly. But somebody who's... Well, yes. But, okay, that, that's a completely different issue about the person... Cheresh has a personal status issue. But the Gemara always recognizes somebody who just can't speak. Um, is an yeah. Elaine is a Bardot. Right. Okay, so the Gemara sounds like this. Mm-hmm. cardiac disease. Car- uh-huh. yeah, but perhaps because Steinzel says that yeah. cardiac, so it's a yeah. heart issue. Well, but perhaps because the heart is seen as the seat of understanding or, or something of that nature. So somebody is like in the middle of a heart attack or something. No, 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 it's, it's, <laughs> I think it's 
what he seems to say failure is kind of metaphorical. Oh, metaphor. Oh, I see. Cardiac disease means if we the same way we would say he has some men- he's mentally disturbed. They say cardiac. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Right, cardiac. That's very that's fascinating. That's fascinating. Okay, Gemara. Mycodicus that he was bit by he was affected by um, you know uh, um, new wine from the you know from that had just been like pressed okay um, so somehow that uh, that had some impact on him now you could say it means drunk but it clearly seems to me that that was the trigger of something bigger happening because um, then the would have just said shikor you know and now the word clarifies it just say somebody who is, you know has been affected by new wine no it's teaching you Darucha, this uh, spirit, as we're going to say, it's going to, sh- it's going to be a shade according to the Bavli, but this disease, this illness, Kordaikis Shema, it's called Kordaikis. Lamai Nafkamina, what do I care that it's called Kordaikis? I mean, who cares what the name is? Lakmiya? No, you want to write an amulet. So if you want to write an amulet, you need to know what are the, what are the shading that you are warding off in your amulet. You need to know the name of the shade. Okay? Now, Maya Susa, now it's interesting, it's a great tomorrow, because right after it says you want to know the name for an amulet, it talks about how do you heal it in a medical way. I mean, obviously, it's not necessarily medically what we would say would be effective, but the point is, it was dealing with a much more, you know, sort of a practical solution than a metaphysical one. How do you heal this? Bisra sumka, red meat, which means lean meat, agumre, on, uh, on coals, the chamra marka, and, uh, and, and, yeah, and uh, diluted wine. Okay, so, it's, so people might write kamiyas, um, but nevertheless, if you wanted, you know, here's the real medical way to deal with it. Okay, Amar Baye, Amarli Aim. My mother said to me, whenever Abaye says Amarli Aim, he doesn't mean mother because Abaye was orphaned. It means my uh, nursemaid said to me, um, and he called her his mother. He called his mother. Lishim Shabbat Yom is somebody who has a, uh, uh, like a sunstroke or a fever of one day. Um, how, how do you deal with it? Kuza Demaya, uh, like a flask of water, a, uh, you know, a cup of water. Bas um, Treyom, if it's going on for two days, Sikuri. Then you have, uh, then you have to uh, let blood. Baslazium, he was going on for three days. Bisrasumka gumre, like the same thing for Kordaikis. Lean meat on uh, coals. Vichamra marka and diluted wine. Lashimshatikta, if it's an old one, if it's been like, you know, chronic or, you know, going on for a long time, then lazy tarnagolta uchmasi, take a, a, a black um, uh, hen, vilikare shesi ve'erev, and cut it lengthwise and widthwise. Viligalche um, limitsiasa uh, dereshe, and shave the middle of your head, and put it on the bald spot you just shaved in the middle of your head, um, you know, and let it sit on you, presumably with its innards falling out, I'm imagining, and let it sit on you, until it starts to stench, until it spoils, and go down and, and swim in the water, until your neck, until you feel faint, and then, you know, basically like, uh, uh, swim and get out, um, the lasive and sit down and below and if that didn't work lechol karsate eat a cress the linchos velekum the maya and go down and stand in the water at savar until your neck ad luye until you're faint the limud velasalik and then swim and get out the lasive the lasive and sit okay that's for this old fever what and maybe you should just jump to eating the karsate jump to exactly <laughs> skip the chicken part okay exactly um, okay now um, okay Shimsha. Now, if you uh, back to the Shimsha, which is funny because we just were doing with the Shimsha. Um, yeah, why, why are we do 
doing the Shimsha again. Anyway, I don't know. Lushimsha, uh, okay, no, we're just, Rashi says we're just repeating ourselves. Okay, Lushimsha, Bishasumcha, Gume, Vicham, Remarka, fine, that's what we said. For sunstroke or fever or whatever, you have this red meat, uh, lean meat. Litalga for literally snow, but Rashi says it basically means some type of like, you know, uh, um, chills that you have. Um, so it's sort of like, oh, what is it, feed a fever, starve a cold, or the reverse? Anyway, so for chills, um, fat meat, agume and coals, the chamechaya and undiluted wine. Rav Amrim Chasidah, Kiyavi Mitzarin Bay Reish Galusa. Now, Rav Amrim the Chasid, when the people of the Bay of the Reish Galusa houses, which were, as we know from many stories, the Reish Galusa, as opposed to the Nasi in Eretz Yisrael, the Reish Galusa was the political head of the Jews in Bavel, but not the necessarily the most uh, uh, righteous of people, and certainly all of his servants of the house were not very, uh, were not, were not of the best behavior. So he was often uh, um, oppressed by, um, and uh, Rashi says, if you look at Rashi, Mipnei Shaya Chasid Uparushu Machmir Aleim He would give the uh, household of the Reish Kalusa a hard time. He would because he would, you know, he would give them Musar for not for not acting properly. So they gave him a hard time. So Kiavim Mitzarin Bei Reish Kalusa have a Magnule Atilga. What they would do is that they made him basically um, lie down in the snow. Lamacher Amrule. But the next day they said to him, My Michale Lamar. You know, we 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 forced you to lie in the snow, but tell us what you know what we can do. Take care of you for for today, like to maybe to make it up for you. The um, delay, delay that we should bring for you. Amar, he said, listen, honey, kol Anything I will tell them, mesech afchi. They'll give me the reverse. So he he used a little reverse psychology on them. And Amar, he said, yes, yes, yes. He said to them, What I would like is some lean meat on coals, the chama marka, and some diluted wine. Isolate inu So they gave him fat meat on coals, the chama and raw wine, uh, like undiluted wine, oh, which I basically was exactly what he needed. Okay, Shaman Yalsa, now Yalsa, the wife of Rav Nachman, who was, uh, who was part, you know, who was related to the house of the Reish Galusa, and a, and a, Talmud, and a scholar in her own right, um, many stories about Yalsa. So Shama Yalsa, Masusa. she brought him to the bathhouse, you know, because here he was, he had been buried in snow. Um, had him stay in the water of the bathhouse, until it was a little makasdam, until the water of the bath became red, Rashi says it's because of all the Fattiness of the, you know, he had this, uh, he had this fatty, juicy, bloody meat. So it got into his body. So then it all came out in the water of the bathhouse. Maybe Yalsa realized that a better, a better uh, refua for uh, being buried in snow was getting into the nice hot waters of a bathhouse rather than eating fatty meat. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So it turned into it turned uh, into blood. Vakai bisre pite pite, and his uh, and his his flesh. Rashi said it was like spotted Maybe with like, like what? Well, that, oh, that's interesting. Anyway, Raji says pite means basically uh, like it, like uh, like spots. But I thought it might mean like it was like smooth or was like I don't know. How, how do they translate pite? There coins. coins. Oh, like uh, yeah, that's what Raji says. Like coins, like the uh, what do you call it? And like spotted, like yeah, yeah. That's what the Raji interprets it. Okay, Rav Yosef, Yosef Berechaya. Now here it's talking about to try to break a sweat if you have a chills. So what do you do? to break a sweat so here's the you know now they say oh in the old days they didn't need gyms because everybody worked so hard in the fields now if we want to get some physical you know exercise we have to have this whole industry of gyms so here 
sure you see that they had like an early uh, lifting of weights here because if they wanted to break out in a sweat to deal with the kills so Rav Yosef would, uh, would, would grind in a millstone you know he'd make himself work on a millstone in order to break out in a sweat Rav Sheshes Rav Sheshes would carry like big beams okay Amar Gidolam Malachas which is a, you know, Malach is great that it because of you know it, it uh, makes the one who works in it it causes them to sweat it causes like the physical exertion it's good for the body good for the soul so the Reish Galusa back to the Reish Galusa said to Rav Sheshes my time in Losaid Margaban why did the master not eat with us today you know we invited you to a meal no because your servants are not uh, righteous they're suspect that if they don't have the meat that you ask them for they'll just rip a limb off of an animal okay so Amalei Miyemar says who Amalei Hashemachvinulcha I'll show you by the way Nefeshis was blind just so you should be aware Amalei Lishamei Ziognov Aisili Charakare Michiusa he said to his uh, attendant go into the kitchen steal they're preparing you know some nice meat steal one of the legs uh, you know a leg of the lamb from the meat that they're preparing okay Aisilei um, Amalehu so they, he brought it to him then he said to the servants thank you of the Please prepare for me a nice dismembered uh, animal. Like I'd like to have, like you know, a full lamb prepared for me. Okay, split, you know, cut into pieces. So they went into the kitchen, and there was only one leg that was there. You know, they were missing one leg. So So they put, gave him three legs, and they put it in front of him. So what? What? This lamb only had three legs. What happened to the fourth leg? Um, was it some magical lamb? So psuk, no, it doesn't be magical to have only three legs. Anyway, pasuk, okay, um, have Pasuk, aisi chad me alma. So they cut off one from some other, I'm, I'm saying a lamb just to make it, I don't know what animal it was, but just to get, but anyway, just to give it color. Anyway, so they went and they found some other live lamb and they, and they tore off its leg. Osivu kame, and they put it in front of them. So, sham a. so he said to his attendant, Roshetus, osi nami lahadi dach, put, you put the one you stole, now put it on the table together. Oh, so he put it on the table. Um, oh, so this lamb had five legs. So he's mocking like them. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Anyway, so you see that when you know this is all problem right in restaurants, right? Why you need like a mashgiach tmidi? Because people are very good at following the guidelines and the standards. But what happens when the uh, shipment of meat doesn't show up? What happens when the things that they're supposed to do doesn't show up? How much do they run to the supermarket to get? They're right to do a substitution. So you know said. I'm not saying that they, like, generally are not, you know, you know, will, will feed trefus, but you can't trust them when things come up to follow the guidelines. Yeah. I ate at a restaurant in Washington, D.C. a few years ago that two weeks later got caught doing exactly that. Really? When I, was, when I was growing up in Washington, D.C., 30 years ago, we had a problem like that with a restaurant. So, <laughs> that means something about Washington, D.C. Anyway, it might have been the same it restaurant for all I know. Too. All right, anyway. Okay. So, 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 Okay, so then he said, oh, so if the problem is that you don't trust them, then you be the mashkiach, come to a meal, and they'll prepare the food in front of you. 
Okay, so Amr, so Amr, Lechai, great, fine. Okay, Karu Beitach, Kriyu Batacha Kamayhu, so they put a plate in front of him. Now, of course, it's a little funny because he was blind, but okay, wow. maybe his attendant was there. Does anyway, we're going to... have to be able to see? <laughs> we're going to see in a minute that even though he was blind, he had a sense of thing, whatever, there'll be an interesting story about that coming up. Kriyu Batacha Kamayhu, Vaisi Kamei Bisra, Vosivu Kamei, and they put some meat in front of him, and Vasivu Kamei, and they put in front of him, Ristana. Um, the Kancha. Um, so um, they put in front of this thing, this uh, which was a particular type of a bone that could cause um, the Kancha Chamsa, which Raji says basically um, it's a bone by the uh, by the by the uh, by, by the thigh, and um, and you, it, it can cause you to choke. So you know they really were angry at him, right? Because he he made, he he demonstrated that they were not could not be trusted. So they gave him a piece of meat that had in it some small bone that they would hope would get caught in his throat. It would cause him to choke. To choke. Okay. Um, okay. Um, Gashashe, he felt it before he put it in his mouth. He maybe suspected that they were trying to do something like this. So he felt it. So he realized that there, he, it was this piece of meat with his bone in it that would be dangerous to eat. Um, the shaklan, he took it, Karchabisudare, and he wrapped it in his handkerchief and he put it in his pocket. He wasn't going to eat it. But he was trying to do it subtly. Okay. Levazar to Achil, after he ate, Amrle, they said to the servants, saw what he had done, and they said to him, You know what? A silver cup has been stolen and it was like a whole Yosef and Binyamin story okay now the funny thing was was that then they had a right to check his bags from Shesha's because they said a silver cup was stolen they were doing it as a way of getting him to show what was in his pocket but it's funny that you know that uh, he was uh, that, that he was made suspect here anyway as they were sort of uh, checking into his uh, bags in his pocket they found that he had wrapped this piece of meat in his handkerchief so I'm you see, you said you were going to eat with us, uh, but look, you didn't eat. You wrapped the meat and you put it in your pocket. So you're just here to cause trouble. So they were obviously trying to get him in trouble. So Amr he said back to them, apparently this is all being done in front of the Reish Galusa. No, I did eat from it. But I could taste that it had a little leprosy. It was a sickly. Um, so Rashi, so it's interesting because before it sounded like he didn't eat it because there was a bone. Now it seems like he didn't eat it because it was diseased. So I'm, well, yeah, but it sounds like it was, we're going to see. No, we weren't, we, we, we shechted this, this animal. It wasn't sickly, it didn't have any disease. So, um, he said to them, go check in this location of where this piece of meat was taken from. Um, if you have black spots on a white animal, or white spots on a black animal, it's a type of diseased, uh, leprous type of a spot. But, but they checked. See, they found, lo and behold, that actually was the case. So once again, he was... Uh um, um, you know, he was uh, proven correct, and he showed them to be uh, to be negligent because now they were also feeding guests uh, sickly, um, you know, animals. So they so they were getting more and more upset with him. So <laughs> Kika Nafik. So as he was leaving, Karule Bira, they 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 dug a pit where he was on the path he was going to be going. The Shadulutsifasa Iluya, and they put some like uh, some up, uh, you know, branches on top of it. Okay, one of those exactly classic animal traps. Exactly. Okay, um, uh, Rashi says, I'm sorry, it's a mat. They put a mat on top of it. The Amrilei, Lacey Marlenach, let the master go and, uh, oh, I'm sorry, they didn't, uh, it wasn't for him to walk. They said, uh, they put the mat down and then, and go lie down on the mat, take a nap, go lie down on the mat.
not on the mat. Nap. On the mat. So not a mat. Okay. Anyway, so, uh, Nachalay was going behind Rafshashas, and Rafshashta had sight, and Rafshashta saw what they were doing. So Rafshashta, like, snorted, so that Rafshashta would know something was up. Maybe Rafshashta couldn't say anything, uh, directly, because he would get in trouble. He cleared his throat. Right, exactly. <coughs> right. So, uh, he was behind him. So, Amalay Lianuka, so then Rafshashta realized something was up, so he said to a child, I guess he was traveling with a child, I don't know, Psukli Psukecha. But they're all there's a child around at the right time to give a pasuk. Yeah. Okay, tell me the pasuk you're learning. I'm a lay, which, you know, was a type of a way of divining or whatever. I'm not going in there. So he quoted a pasuk in the Shul which says, go to your right or to your left, but don't go forward. <laughs> so he said to his attendant, Micah Chazitz, what do you see in front of you? I'm a lay, I see a mat thrown on the ground. I'm a lay, you know, go around it. Okay, Lebosu Dinafik, after after he finally got out of the house of the Bay Reish Kalusa, only Rav Chizda, so Rav Chizda said to me, now you have a Yadamar, how did you know that there was a danger there? Amalei Chada, number one, did not that you snorted, so that was helpful, thank you. And number two, the kid said a Pasuk, that was exactly a pro, that, that, that indicated that. I know that these servants can't be trusted. So obviously, you put together all those, all those signs, it was clear what was going on. Okay, I have no idea other than this was a hilarious a story. Uh, what the, you know, like uh, anyway. I mean, we got into yeah, it because of the, the meat, they, right? They switch, you know, the guy they used to switch for the rich Galusa. That's how we get this. Oh, right, because of the rich Galusa, right? So other but more more or stories food. about the rich Galusa and about eating meat, I guess. Anyway, Does okay. Ever get discussed in the in session whether comedians needed? Oh, totally. Okay, now. <laughs> oh, you mean quoting this Gemara? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. May, I would guess, but I don't know. Actually, it's a good question. This okay. Is more in the when it's appropriate to clear throat. Exactly. <laughs> okay, now, now, okay, because going back to the more interesting theme, or poor, I don't know, I'm just joking. And anyway, getting back to the other theme of the demons, because we mentioned Kordaikas, although the Gemara never called it a Rucha, never called it a Shade. But anyway, now we're going to start talking about Shadim. Okay, Asitili, Sharim Vesharot, in Koheles, Vita'anugot Bnei Adam, I made for me male and female singers and all pleasures of, uh, of people, Shida Vishidot. So what's Shidav Vishidot? So Sharim Vesharot Elumini Zemer. So probably it more means people that are singers, male and female, but it says different types of music. delicacies. These are pools and bathhouses. What's Shidav Vishidot? Targimu, here in Bavali translated as Shidav male and female demons. Israel No, it actually means like a type of a, uh, of a, uh, you know, uh, what is it, like a, a carriage, something um, that is, uh, that you, you, you uh, that, uh, we discussed this before, what are those called, those things that you sit in a box of Lanquin, right, so anyway, it's interesting because Bavel, which was in the context of, uh, you know, of uh, Persian and, uh, you know, uh, Zoroastrian type of uh, culture there, um, the whole idea of demons, which is much more prevalent than in Eretz Israel, which was the, you know, Roman culture, which obviously they had problems with, you know, with all their gods. In, the, in Roman culture, but the but, but demons was not a very prominent theme. So demons is a much bigger theme in the Bavli than the Ushami, reflected here of different interpretations of Shidav Shidot. Yes. What would the female singers be? Oh, you mean Kalisha? Yeah. Oh, that's why the Gabar probably they're doesn't translate it that way. All right. All right. Yes, yes. Moving on. Okay. It's a lot easier to be monotheistic and believe in demons than it is to worship idols. 
<laughs> yeah, de- demons are not. That's right. Like demons we can live with. Demons are not as threatening to a monotheistic right. Amrab Yochanan. Okay, Amrab Yochanan. Shlosh meot mine shadim hayu b'shichan. There were 300 different types of demons in this place, shichin. The shida atzma eni yodeh mahi. But I don't, Rashi has two reads. I don't really know what a real, what really what a shade is. Like I don't really understand it. Or Rashi says shida is the name of like the mother of all the shades. And I don't know the head shade. Okay. Anyway, Amamar, Okay, male and female shades. Shida v'shidatin limai baylei. Okay, now why did Shlomo need shades? Because Shlomo is Kohelet, and he says, "I had for me all of these pleasures, and I had at my disposal male and female demons." What did he need demons for? So deceive. So I'll tell you why. So the habayis bibanato and the house when it was built, Evan Shlema, a full stone masa nivneh, right, which was uh, carried whatever. And the question is, how do you get a full stone that was not used? By metal, right? Because it says, I'm a lulu abundant. Hey, Yavi, what should I do? Because it says, you know, it says that, you know, uh, what, what's the pasuk of, uh, um, uh, yeah, yeah, Rosanibo Lehen Barzel, right? So, yeah, so that's the real way of solving it, that that has to do with, the, uh, that has to do with once it gets to the base of Mikdash at an earlier stage, you're allowed to, but anyway, that's not how the Gemara understands it. So let's, because then we wouldn't have the story. I don't know, there's all discussion in the post him about what it is lahalacha, but can we just, let's just deal with the story. Okay, okay, so I'm a little abundant. Okay, no, you're right. No, you're right. Halachically, yeah, they hewed it from the mountain. They poured it from the mountain. Right, right. Anyway, but yeah, but the, the use of the, but even if you quarry, you're allowed to quarry a stone. It's going to be an irregular shape. You're still going to need to carve it so that it's a nice, you know, right. So you have to say that it's something you've done outside and not inside, right? But that's not. Uh, I'm not. That's shot in the Pesukim in the Torah. Lo sanifa lehen barzel. Where do you see the time? Only once you bring it onto the base of Mikdash grounds. Anyway, so so that's the Gemara's answer to it. Okay, so okay. Uh, well, that's true. That's a Mizbeach. That's not the entire base of Mikdash. That's correct. Right. That's true. That's true. Okay. So Amalul So he said to the rabbis, because of course there were rabbis in the time of Shlomo. Hey what should I do? Amulay. They said to him, Ika Shamira. There is this worm. This Shamir, the icy Moshe Avni Eva that Moshe had, Moshe had for the for the stones of the of the breastplate because they are they have, they have to be carved the names that were that were has to be carved but the stone has to be whole so what would you do so apparently going to again this a similar midrash they wrote they had the shamir you know sort of follow a tra- they would trace out a path for the shamir on the stone and the shamir would go on it and the stone would crack along where the shamir had gone so it would be engraved in the stone but the stone would be whole. Um, it would be chipped away. Anyway, so Moshe had that for the stones of the aphos. Amulehu, where can I, where can it be found? Amulei, they said to him, I see sheet of a sheetatin. You take a male and female um, uh, demon, because we had to get a female and female into this story, although in the end, they're not going to be the primary players. But anyway, but they were a necessary step of getting to this process. Get a male and female shade, kavshinu, like, uh, you know, pressure them, um, ahadadi, um, against one another, it sounds like, because you know, I don't know why that's relevant, but okay. Anyway, it's possible that they will, uh, that they know, and they'll reveal to you. So basically, torture them. I see sheet of a sheet 
demons. So he, he, he had access to your normal male and female uh, demons. As we're going to see, he's going to capture a big one that was a, needed a special chachma. But, but the normal shades he had at his disposal. So he took, he got them. Kavshinu Adani, he pressed them against one another. Like you were, again, the word Rashi says Kavshinu often means to physically press. Um, but Rashi says here it means to like cause them affliction and pain. But then the word Ahadadi means against one another. So anyway, Amri, and they said, we don't know. But I'll tell you who probably does know. Ashmedai, the king of, of the Shadim. Where is he? They said to him, he's at such and such a mountain. So, um, and here's what he does. And he, I will tell you what he does, and maybe you can use this information to help capture him. Okay? He digs for himself a, 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 a well. By the way, notice some parallels with the previous story. Right? He's being pressured, digging a well. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Kayale Bira, he, uh, he, he digs for himself a, uh, a pit. Umayale Mai, he fills it with water. Umechaskia Bitin, right? He puts a big rock over the, over the pit. He doesn't want anybody to, uh, you know, uh, impurify or whatever, you know, to tamper with his water supply. Vichasme Bigushpanka, and he seals it with, it with his seal, okay? Um, so that he'll see if it's been tampered with. Every day he goes up to heaven. And he learns in the yeshiva up in heaven. And the, exactly. And then he comes down to earth. He learns in the yeshiva up on, on the earth. So he wants to get both the heavenly Torah and the earthly Torah. Which might, by the way, reflect, besides the fascinating idea that they have a shade learning Torah, but it might reflect the idea that shade occupy this mid-location between the heavenly spheres and the human. Right? Like the Gemara in uh, Brachos says that there are three ways that they're like humans and three ways that they're like angels. Okay, so it's sort of having him learning up in heaven and on the so ground. He he's human-like and he's divine. Like I don't know. Okay, He inspects his seal to make sure it hasn't been tampered with. Um, and then he reveal, uh, and then he uncovers the hole. and he drinks the water. and he once again covers it. and again seals it. and then he leaves. Okay, so now we know he's got this water supply. That's the way to get to him. So Shlomo sent his faithful, uh, you know, uh, servant or not, whatever, you know, uh, uh, assistant, the Nayo ben Yehoyada, and uh, and he gave him a uh, chains that had the divine name written on it. So if you're able to capture him, you, you put him in these chains, and that'll hold him because of the divine name. The iskisa and a, a, a ring, a signet ring, the Chakikaleishem that had the divine name written on it. Okay, the Gavri the Amra, and he also took with him some bunches of uh, of a, what do you call it of a wool okay the ziki de chamra and uh, barrel and uh, like uh, uh, skins of uh, of wine Azil, um, so he had he had all these uh, this equipment with him he went karabira mitasai so he also apparently had shovels and he he dug a well he dug, he dug a pit lower in the mountain than the one of um, the uh, of the pit where Ashmedai was see it basically is Where's my pen? Here's my... Oh. Here's the mountain. 
Here's where Ashmedai had his had, had his had his has his pit, and there's going to be this is filled with water, and there's going to be two wells that are going to be dug, one lower and one higher. Okay, so that's what he did. He dug one lower. Okay, but it was like right, and then he basically Ashmedai coming in seeing What? Yeah, Ashmedai was up in heaven in the yeshiva. Okay. Uh, no, I'm sorry, that, that I can't do for you. Okay, Karibira. Okay. okay, okay. Now where was he? Okay, um, okay. the uh, so basically, he this well, and he opened up a hole between the two wells, so all the water from the top well spilled out into the lower well. Okay, he got the mechanics there. Okay, the Amra. Then he stopped up this hole with like uh, with the wool. Okay, the Karabira Milai, and then he dug a well higher. The Shafchinu Lechamra, and he poured water, a wine into here, and then he got he's going to get him drunk, and then he made obviously a he he a hole between the two walls so he poured he didn't tamper with the seal you see he poured wine into here and the wine got into that well okay um uh, where were we? The car beer milai, the shafkinu lecham, the taminu, and then he and then he and then he had uh, filled up the wells with with dirt. I mean, the, the, he had dug the pits. I should say the, the wells, the pits with dirt. So it all it all looked fine. Everything was restored. Okay, selik yasi biilada. He went and he uh, sat in the tree to uh, wait for the proper moment. He also sayrei legushmanga. Then when uh, Ashmedai came, he inspected his seal. Galye, he revealed it was not tampered with. He uncovered the uh, the well, the uh, pit. Uh, water, um, the cistern, I should, whatever. And he saw it wasn't water, it had somehow become magically become wine. He should have just used white wine, I guess. Anyway, Amar, he says, see, the verse says, wine it makes, is, a, is a mocker, the strong drink is a fighter, and anybody who indulges in it will not be wise. And another false success, this is what he was learning, he learned Torah. It's funny. Uh, that's a good point. That's a good point. And then he's going to quote a pasuk from uh, from Hosea, which is a little after Shlomo. Zenus the yain the tirosh, you know, licentiousness and wine and 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 and, and uh, wine, whatever. Anyway, yikach uh, will take away the heart. So there you go. So anyway, which is also ironic, right? Because before it's the sh- notice the theme that before it was the wine brought on kordaikis, which was a shade, and here the shade is going to drink wine, and he doesn't want to drink the wine because it's going to make him affect his mental capacities. Okay. Anyway, Loishi, I won't drink. Hitzachi, but he got thirsty. Losagile, he couldn't withstand it. He needed something to drink. Hishti, he drank it. No, apparently this was his whole water supply. He drank it. Rava, he, so he got basically sated, but, you know, with the wine. The gunner, and he fell asleep. So it wasn't, he didn't really need him drunk. He just needed him asleep. Nachi, so then Benayo went down from the tree. Asa, he came. Shonabeb Shushalisa, he wrapped him in the chain. Sasme, and he basically, you know, he, he locked the chain. He eater, then when Ashmedai woke up, how they come Mifar? He was like uh, trying to get out of his uh, his uh, chains. Um, so Benayo said to him, Shma demarcha alecha. The name of your master is upon you. God's name is on the chain, and you can't break the chains. Shma demarcha alecha. So now Benayo was schlepping him along and bringing him back to Shlomo. Um, so Asi, so he was bringing him and going. Matadikla, they came to a palm tree. Chafte, he scra- he he brushed up against it. Shadya, he, he it got you know cast off, cast 
cast off, cast off. You know, he bumped into it. He was so big and powerful. Yeah, I would just never have just said willingly where this thing is. Right. That's that's the that's the point. He needed to be captured. Mazalabesa. He came. He walked by a house. Shadia just by by passing by, bumping into the house. The house got thrown down. Mazagabekuba. That he armed He came to a little hut of a widow. Navka. The widow came out. The woman came out. Um, um, and he uh, besieged him. So please, right? Cover. So he was uh, appeased by it. He's a nice guy. Ashmedai. Okay. So cover So he bent his, uh, you know, his uh, stature in the opposite direction to avoid bumping in to the uh, to the hut. In for big arma, and it caused him to pull his back. No, it caused him to break a bone, literally. Amar, I need to see. Ah, that's what the pasuk says again, quoting Shlomo. Veloshin raka to shaber garem, a soft tongue breaks a bone. Right, I was I was appeased by her by her speech, and look, you know, look, look what it did to me. Okay, anyway, but such a fascinating thing. He learned Torah. He avoids wine. He's you know he's appeased by this nice little uh, by this nice little widow. Okay, what he has bones. To break. Oh, okay. Right, this earlier story about the small bone. Oh, oh that's interesting. Uh, that's nice too. Picking up that theme. I knew that. Okay. Chaz Yisamia. He saw a blind person. That was also a previous story. Rosheshes. David Katoi Orecha. That was you know. Uh, 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 going yeah. Way. No. Like going on the wrong way. Like going off the path. So Askei Orecha. He put him back on the right path. So nice guy. That's like the kid also. Who, uh, right. Right. The kid in Rosheshes. Exactly. 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 <laughs> now we saw a drunk person, that was um, going misguided on, a path, on the path, going off the path. He put him back on the path. He saw a celebration that was taking place. Rashi says it basically is a wedding. Um, um, he cried. We're going to have a lot of curious things that it's going to be explained later why he did these things. Seven years, but I've been literally remembering that since every seven years ago. I know, it's such a colorful one. You know what I No, I know why, because, like, it, you know, it really speaks to me, that one, you know, the explanation of the seven years. Oh, well, so don't give it away. Anyway, but I have to tell you, I think this was the first Agatha I ever encountered, and I encountered it on the pages of the Jewish Week. Does any, not the Jewish Week, the Jewish Press. Does anybody remember the Jewish Press? Do they still have this? Tales of the Sages of the Talmud, and they have these, like, pictures and whatever. Anyway, okay. Anyway, so moving on. Okay, yeah. Okay, moving on. Okay. Anyway, we're going to find out what all this means in a minute. Um, okay. Uh, anyway. He heard a man telling a shoemaker, I want you to make me shoes that are going to last for seven years. He laughed. He saw a certain, uh, you know, uh, necromancer, certain like magician that was doing his, uh, he, that was doing his magic. He, he laughed. Okay. And we're going to find out what all that means later. Now, when he found, when he finally came to, uh, you know, Shlomo's palace, right? They didn't bring him in front of Shlomo for three days. You know, Shlomo was going to show him who was boss, I guess. The first day he said to them, Why does the king not want to see me? Um, why didn't he ask for, my, for me to come to him? 
Amalei, Ansei Mishtaya. He's, uh, you know, he, he, he's had too much drink. Well, that's mocking Ashram. Well, yeah, well, once again with the drink. And right, playing up to what happened with Ashram Dai, probably. Okay. Shagir Levinta, Osei Chavrasa. So he took a brick and he put it on, on another brick. That was to signify, like, if you want to deal with a hangover, just, you know, what it is, like, you avoid hangovers, stay drunk. So, <laughs> if you want to deal with having drunk too much wine, just drink some more wine. That'll help. That was a signaling. Put one brick on top of the next. Asu Amalei Rishlomo. They told Shlomo, here's what Ashram Dai did. He put one brick on top of the next. Amalei Hachi Amalei This is what he's signifying to you. Hadar Ashkuyei. Give him more to drink and that's that'll... Now, it's not clear whether Shlomo was really drunk or they were just putting him off. And they were playing like a little game, right? And he was like doing something to them to see how smart they would be if they could interpret it. Anyway, Ramachar Amalei, the next day said to them, Ramai Lokabai Li Why haven't I not been asked in the king's presence? Amalei, they said to him, Ansei Mechle, he's eaten too much food. So, Shagil Levinsa, Mechavrsa, so he took a brick off of another brick. Osei already put it on the ground. Also, Amalei Lushlam, when they said this to Shlomar, Amalei Lushlam, this is what he's telling you, if you have too much food, then stop eating so much food. Eat less. Okay, wine, drink more, food, eat less. Okay, anyway. At the end of three days, I'm sure there's some deep significance to all that. Eileen Lekame, they brought him in front of him. Shanko Kanya, he took a reed. Umashach Armagarmadi, he measured out four amot. Vashanda Kamein, he throwed through the reed in front of Shlomo. Amalei, he said to him, Nichti, let's see. Kimai Sahu Gavro, when that man, meaning you will die, lay slay Bahadein Alma El Armagarmadi. You know what you're going to be left with in this world? Four amot. Meaning, you know, you're, you're going to be buried. You know what? You know it's sort of like the message of Kohelet. What you know? What's good? Right? We're all going to die. So this is what Ashmedai is telling him. Look, in the end, we're all going to die. Nothing is going to be left. So you now have the entire world under your control. and you was not enough for you. That you had me under your control. Like when I don't understand. You're human. You're going to die. It's all going to be nothing in the end. How much do you need to satisfy you? Right? Which is is great, like it's you know, it's sort of the playing up on some of the themes of Kohelas. So Amalei, he said to him, No, 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 lo midi. I don't want, I don't want from you anything, but even the Ivnei base Mikdash, I want to build the base on Mikdash, I want to do this for God. To come and I need the Shamir, that's why I need this, I don't need you. Um, I, you know, Amalei, lo masterly. So the funny thing is, after all of this, he says, I don't have it. So, <laughs> so, the Shadim didn't have it. I don't have it. You know who has it? Lesara the Yama, Masterlay, the king of the uh, of the sea. I don't know Neptune or someone. Anyway, that he is the one that has Wait, it. Wait, how did they use it for the Apo then? If it's to the sea, I don't know. Moshe, God helped Moshe find it. It washed up on the. I have no idea. Anyway, anyway, I don't know if we, by this time it was being held by the star of the sea. Okay, lo yoyivlei, and what he and know what he does to keep it protected. He gives it. He only gives it Elotar Nagolabra to this wild uh, chicken, uh, 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 whatever. Santino says it's a woodpecker. Okay, Dimehemenlei, that he can trust Ashurase. That, he, that this woodpecker has made an oath to him, and he trusts this woodpecker. He's bound by this oath that he's going to protect the Shamir. Umay Avid Bey, what does he do with this Shamir? He brings it to a mountain that has no, nobody has settled there, no people are there. Umanachlei Ashina Detura, and he puts it like by a crevice in the rock. Upaka Tura, or he puts it first on the rock, and then the rock cracks open because it's the Shamir he's putting on the rock. Okay. Umankit, and he uh, places it. Maisi Bizrini, he gets seeds from the 
tree. V'shadi hasam, and he puts it into the crevice, so the Shamir has what to eat. Okay. V'hava yishuv, and it sort of lives there. V'hainu dimitargimina nagar tura. Okay, and that's the translation of it, like nagar tura, which means like the, to break the mountain, because somehow the uh, Shamir, you know, he's put in this rock in the mountain. The, uh, the name of the bird. Right? Of the bird, right. right. So, right. So the bird's name is the nagar tura, because of he, he uses the Shamir to crack open the mountain. Okay, both Kukina, so anyway, presumably they knew where this, uh, where this uh, woodpecker could be found. So, Bavku, they went, maybe Benayob and Yehoyad again, and Kina de Tarnagolta Bra, they found the, uh, the, the, the nest of this woodpecker, um, the Ismay bunny, and it had his chicks in it, okay, the Chafyu Lekine Zugisa Chivarta, and they covered it with clear glass, so he would be able to see his chicks, but not get into his nest. Ki Asa, now when the woodpecker came, by Lemeo, he wanted to get into his nest, for Romopsi, and he couldn't. Now, he does have a way to get to get through the glass. You know how he can get through the glass? With a Shamir. Exactly. Until he went, I see Shamir, he put. He got the shamir and he put it on the glass. So Rama Bekala, so apparently Vinayab and Yoyada, whatever, was hanging out there, waiting for the right moment again. He yelled at the uh, woodpecker when he was dropping the shamir on the glass. Shadya! So he acted, so he, he dropped the shamir on the, you know, he, he, he let go of the shamir. Um, the bird let go of the shamir. So now Shakle, so now Binayo was able to take the shamir. One wonders, you know, uh, you know, what, what did he take it in? How do you, how do you hold the shamir so it doesn't, did it not burn through flesh? Yeah. Maybe only hard things. I remember once I had, many years ago, I had this cast, and you know, when they cut it off, they used this tool, this is like this vibrating tool. I was young, I was like afraid of it, and like made a lot of noise. The guy says, look, it doesn't, even if it doesn't do anything. He put it on his flesh and it did absolutely nothing. You put it on the cast and because of the hardness of the cast, it cut through the cast. So it was like a fascinating tool that could cut through something hard but would do nothing Why on something soft. Why it was a tool? It was the Shamir. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, so I, so I don't know, but he must have had some way to conf- commun- to bring it. Okay, um, uh, where was he? Um, okay, Shakle, he took it. Azil, now, the bird went, the woodpecker went, and he committed suicide. He, he, he strangled himself because he had made an oath that he now had not kept. Okay, Amalei B'nayahu. My time, Ki Chazisa now Benayahu is going back and and to back to Ashmedai. So they got the Shamir. Now let's figure out these curious things about Ashmedai. Uh, so meanwhile, Ashmedai was like hanging out there in the. Past. Yeah, yeah. We're going to see that Shlomo kept him around for a while, even though Shlomo said he only needed him for the Shamir. But once he got Ashmedai, he wanted to make sure that he really right. My time, maybe Ki Chazisa Lahu Sami. Why, when you saw that blind person, the having Katray Orcha when he was straying, Asikte Orcha, you put him back on the path. Amalei Nichuz Aleibriki because it was announced up in heaven because that's why I go learn in yeshiva up in heaven that study Kamaru that he was fully righteous and somebody who does something good for him will, would get to the world to come so it's interesting even though he did something that looked good he didn't apparently demons need the world to come right they're, they're totally, I don't know yeah I think so I mean the Gemara says the Gemara in, uh, in Brachos okay anyway so it's interesting right he, he knows Psukin 
he wants the world to come. He's not righteous on its own account. Not like, oh, I poor guy, let me help him. Only because it's going to get him the world to come. Okay. Why did you do the same thing for this drunk guy? There to announce up in heaven to Rosh Gomeru that he actually is fully wicked. And um, and I made did something nice to him that he should get his reward in this world and you know that's the way Chazal deal with like you know Russia Vitovlo they get paid up for their reward in this world so that they so that in the world to come they only get the, the punishment for their deeds now by the way partly what this is also doing is it's a partial answer to the questions raised in Kohelis right it's interesting the way it's picking up in the themes of Kohelis you're going to get all this wealth but in the end you're going to die why is it that Sadiq and Russia have the same fate so here at Sadiq and Russia have the same fate right for very different reasons right so okay my time why when you saw that uh, rejoicing did you cry because the guy the husband's going to die within 30 days after the wedding and the bride will have be, will have, he'll have a, bro, a brother who's a kid who's a baby and the bride is going to need Yibum and she's going to have to wait 13 years until the baby boy brother can become an adult to do Yibum okay Chalitza, right. Cut and place her shenin 13 years. So it's a real, it's going to be a real tragedy, which also, right, is like a theme of Kohelet about the base Simchan, the base, you know, Tov Lelechas Lebeis, Lebeis Avami, Lelechas Lebeis, what is it, Simchan, Lebeis Lebeis Mishter, Yusuf right, exactly. So, you know, I mean, there's a lot of those themes here that are, exactly. So, sort of the tragic sort of nature of things. My time, Kishamase Lahu Gavra, the Amr Leilu, Ushchepa, Avidli Misani, Yishev Shani, and Achis, why do you laugh when he said, make me shoes for seven years? Amr Leilu, Ushcheva Yomi, why he's not going to have those shoes for seven days he's going to die within the next week and he's thinking he's going to have it for seven years right exactly okay okay but anyway it's just very much I think a commentary on Kohelis or a reflection an echoing of Kohelis when you saw the magician that was doing his magic because he was sitting on top of a treasure house of kings like underneath him was buried treasure and this guy was uh, like like you know couldn't couldn't even find the treasure underneath him he was trying to he do his exactly exactly he was trying to do this to find secret things and he didn't realize that there was a treasure buried beneath him beneath him okay and he was trying like let him try to uh, figure out what you know do, do his like uh, magic to figure out what's, what you know what's directly underneath him. Okay, so now, by the way, Ashmedai revealed where there was a big treasure house. So, Chorse Gabe, so, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, um, oh no, no, anyway, but okay, moving on. Okay, uh, one minute, hold on. Uh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, another, another point. Okay, Chorse Gabe, they uh, kept Ashmedai by him, uh, by Shlomo, Adibani Lebei Niktesh, until, well, I don't know, he, 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 wanted, he wanted to find out some of the secrets of heaven or something, I don't know, uh, until he built the base of Mikdash. One day they were sort of sitting alone, Shlomo and Ashmedai. Anyway, he said to him, 
Ramin Kitoafot Raim Lo. The verse says by God, like the Toafot of Raim are to God. Ramin and Kitoafot, Elumalach Esharis. These are the heavenly angels. Raim, Eluashadim, the Shadim. Why are you so great? What's your tremendous power? I don't understand how, how powerful you are that God is now, you're being compared to like the, the angels and God is taking, praising that, you know, you know his mastery over you. So, Amalei, you want to know how powerful I am? Here's how you'll find out. Take the chains off of me, and give me your signet ring, and I will show you how great I am. So now you know, it's like, right, now, now you know, like, okay, there's got to be trouble. Exactly. He took the chains off of him. He gave him his ring. So what did, what did Ashmedai do? The first thing he did was he swallowed Shlomo. Um, no, Shlomo. Um, okay, some actually say Balei Shlomo, but others do say it means Balei to the, the ring. He put one of his wings, I didn't even know he had wings, one of his wings up in the heaven, and the other down to the ground, so he spanned heaven and earth. Patke, and he, he spit out Shlomo, he cast Shlomo, 400 parsings. Aluhu shat amat Shlomo, and that moment Shlomo said, getting back to Koheles, Right, so here it was, I had amassed everything, and then it was somehow like, I did this one foolish thing, and I wanted to see the power of Ashmedai, and now it's like it's all cast away from me, because now he's sort of like, he's, uh, he's a stranger in a foreign land, nobody believes he's the king. Okay, my Vizad, this was my torch, was I was left after all of my labor. He only had his staff. He only had like his apron, his cloak. After everything getting masked, this is what he was left with. Okay, so, um, so, you know, he was going and begging. Nobody knew who he was. Um, wherever he would go, he would say, What's Hayisi, right? I used to be a king. And his name was Kohelis. His name wasn't Shlomo anymore. And now he was looking for the meaning of everything because he had lost everything. That's very powerful. Like, what does it mean? Why was he sort of philosophizing, right? When you're having all this wealth, I mean, it's a very unique person that can philosophize when they're, in ga- when they're indulging in all of that. Now he lost it all. Now he's asking, what was the meaning of all of this? Okay. In his place. Well, we're going to see Ashmedai was impersonating him. Kimabagami Sanhedrin, he came to the Sanhedrin. Amru Rabbanan, the rabbi said, Michti, let's see. Shota Bechadam If somebody is crazy, they don't just have, are crazy in one thing and they act sane in everything else. So he was totally sane in everything else. And the one craziness is he said he used to be Shlomo Amalek. So that's a little weird that every other, in all other areas he's completely sane. So maybe there's some truth to this. So, so my hobby, so my high, what's going on here? Amalek, so they wanted to find out about what's going on with Shlomo. Amalek, they said to Amalek, has the king recently asked to see you? Have you, se- have you seen the king recently? I have no idea. Have you seen the king recently? Amalek, no, no. It's been a while since I've seen the king. They sent to the queens. Has the king come to visit you in your, you know, in your bedrooms? In, yes, he has come. So then they sent to the queens. Check out his feet. Because apparently, uh, the, the, like, you know, they say like the devil, like his feet look like a goat. So apparently, the Rashi says that his feet look like that of a bird. Anyway, of they sent him. No, he keeps his feet covered. There, He keeps him slippers. Okay, 
but he desire and it seems very weird because he's asking us to have sex even when we're in Nida so uh, that's very unusual Shlomo never did that okay the he also wants to have sex with Batsheva his mother Imei so something's weird going on so they realized it was Ashmedai impersonating Shlomo I see the Shlomo so they brought Shlomo so the, you know the real Shlomo the Havale Iskita they gave him back a ring Vishushalisa and a uh, and a chain the Chakikale shame again one of these magical chains that had God's name written on it he Ayel then Shlomo went back to his palace and he was going to now capture Ashmedai Chazye so Ashmedai saw him Parach and Ashmedai flew away and even so Shlomo still had an ongoing fear of Ashmedai after that event why does Shlomo need 60 you know people around his bed with swords what is he afraid of he's afraid of Ashmedai okay and we'll just end this first he was king and then he became a commoner okay meaning in the end afterwards so according to one of them he never regained his kingship after this he remained his, his whole life you know wandering as a beggar that nobody would be saying that he used to be Shlomo HaMelech and according to the other one it's the story we had just told which is in the end he regains his kingship so very powerful sort of way of thinking about a lens through thinking about Kohelas I think alright that was a good job that was